Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where this crazy Karen threatens to call the police on a 14 and 7-year-old girl for taking out the trash. Women tried to get my 14-year-old and 7-year-old sisters arrested for taking out the trash. This happened today, while me, a 20-year-old woman, my mum, who is 39, and my two sisters, 14 and 7, were cleaning out our yard. For context, we live in a smaller, older-looking house on a relatively gentrified street with a lot of small to medium-sized but high-end apartment buildings. It's still the same neighborhood, despite them being three- to five-story buildings with underground parking. So we have two big metal dumpsters in the neighborhood, one at the start of the neighborhood and one near the end. We live near the middle of the neighborhood, so my mum decided to just request a private bin from the government to place outside our own gate so as to not have to walk too much to throw away our trash when we're busy. Well, let's just say that after five years of rough treatment from the government waste collection company, it gave its last service and we had to request a replacement which would take a few days. In the meantime, we had to take turns walking to the dumpsters on either side of our neighborhood to throw away the trash. It's never a problem and shouldn't be because it's all of our taxes that pay for waste collection anyway. My mum sent both of my sisters to throw a bag of yard cuttings to any of the dumpsters and they decided to go to the one near the start of the neighborhood for once. It's all right. My mum says okay and stays near the gate to keep an eye on them while I continue to clean the porch. A few minutes later, I can hear my mum start yelling, then running in the direction that my sisters went in. And I nearly died, thinking something horrible happened. So I followed her. At the start of the neighborhood were my sisters, near the dumpster that was off to the side of the building. And a woman was full on screaming at them from her second floor balcony, with her husband just watching from the sliding door. I couldn't hear what the woman was saying as of yet, but I did hear when my mum started tearing the lady a new one from in front of my sisters when she got there. My mum is a bit of a hothead, and while I am too, she tends to make irrational decisions more, and her English begins to slip. It's her second language, which makes it hard to get her point across, or understood. So as usual, I walk up and take over, and tell her to calm down while I deal with the Karen. My mum was pulled back by my sisters to the other side of the road and i looked up to look at the dumbass on the second floor what in the world are you saying mom you can't throw your trash here i'm gonna give you the freaking trash collection bill mom this is a public neighborhood dumpster i pay to live in this neighborhood and for this trash collection you can't throw your stuff in there unless you pay for it to be picked up At this point, I'm utterly confused. Is she stupid and couldn't see the big fat government stamp painted on all sides of the dumpster? Mom, we live in this neighborhood too. She then makes the mistake of ignoring me and looking towards my sisters on the other side of the street and begins to yell her head off. Both of you take the trash you threw out of the dumpster now, now, or I'm calling the freaking police. My sisters are seven and 14. She wanted to call the police on them which immediately set my mum off again. I was quite irritated. My mum shouted back, Shut up! I'm their mum. You talk to me or you haul butt back into your apartment. At this point, I say to mum, Ma, go home. But this lady is just absolutely screaming and pulls out her cell phone, 
repeating that she's going to call the police and make us pay for trash collection. I immediately lose my patience. Call them then. Get it over with. Call them and tell them that you want them to arrest a 14-year-old and 7-year-old for throwing trash in the dumpster. The ladies seemed taken aback, but began directing this at me again. I'll have them lock you all up. You're polluting the neighborhood and dumping trash when you don't pay for the service. Take the trash out of the dumpster before I come break all your faces. You don't pay the waste company either. Call the police and tell them all of this. Do it before I do. That made her husband finally step in and he pulled her back into the apartment while she still screamed. He came outside by himself while we heard crashing and slamming inside the apartment. The husband said, you don't have to take the trash back out of the dumpster. Just don't do it again. But that made me even more irritated and I took a few deep breaths. Why can't I throw trash here in the public neighborhood dumpsters funded by my tax dollars just the same as it's funded by yours? This man had the audacity to snore and shake his head. I know about your people, sweetheart. Don't lie to us. It clicked as to what the frick both of them were insinuating. You piece of absolute shit. Do not pretend to know anything about me or my family whatsoever. Keep in mind that this is at like 10 a.m. on a Monday and the street was not empty. So the few people going about their business had been stunned by the argument and a neighbor had already called the police about a public disturbance. The police drive a huge expensive Ford truck that they spend all their money on to get because of course they did. This is a developing country after all. And boy, did that whole story that me, my family, the crazy woman and her husband, and a few neighbors had to recount did not go well for the crazy Karen. Especially when they had to step into the apartment building manager's office to review the security footage, which made it go even worse for the crazy lady and her husband because the apartment manager was appalled and didn't say a single word to anyone other than the police until she slipped aside and called the owner of the building. Let's just say that my 14 and 7-year-old sisters did not end up taking an air-conditioned ride in the backseat of the police Ford to the station to be charged with threats against a minor and public disturbance and neither did they get an immediate eviction notice for breaking of their lease agreement while their wife went off to solidify her criminal record screaming at police officers people really be back crazy nowadays and there we go that is the end of that one i'm not entirely sure exactly what this woman's rationale was the entire time it wasn't explicitly stated but my inkling is that it was probably racism you didn't say where you're from the country you're from or your skin color but that is the way it kind of sounded which is just horrible to hear i've got to say though you did handle that extremely well calming your mum down being logical the whole time being relatively calm yourself i mean obviously you got pretty irate but who wouldn't in that situation and getting a good outcome so fair play to you for keeping a cool as much as you could i would never been able to do that boyfriend's dad is lucky we didn't call the cops disclaimer i'm not advocating for violence i'm just pointing out how lucky my boyfriend's dad is that i don't currently own a firearm because i genuinely thought that we were experiencing a home invasion two things are important to know about me I am hard of hearing and I am a survivor of a violent crime and subsequent stalking. For some context, my boyfriend, who is 28, and his folks in their late 60s own a coffee shop. But because his dad doesn't want to A, listen to anyone else, B, learn how to run a business correctly, or C, pay his son his draw, my boyfriend is largely uninvolved and has talked about being bought out. He is still the administrator on the point of sale system though, because his dad has no desire to actually learn how it works or go through the process to take over the accounts. The coffee shop drama could be a whole series of posts about how they did us dirty, perhaps another time. 
We got to bed really late. Okay, early. It was 4.30 a.m., which normally wouldn't be an issue as my boyfriend was scheduled for a late shift and I'm currently taking time off work to figure out a medical issue. My boyfriend turns off his phone volume when he goes to bed and this is well known to everyone close to us. He's notoriously hard to get a hold of in the mornings. I only hear my phone if it's right under my pillow and the volume and vibration is up. At 6.25 a.m., I started receiving the following texts from my boyfriend's mum, which I do not hear as I'm past the freck out. Sorry to bother you. I need your boyfriend to call his dad ASAP. His phone is off. Then at 7.35 a.m., she texts, My husband is going to come and wake you guys unless he calls us. Just before 8.30, the dogs start barking as someone tried to open the locked bedroom door. I wake up panicked as whoever it is starts banging on the door. It then stops for a few moments, then starts again. No one has said anything at this point. Not me, not my boyfriend, not the intruder. I get up and go to the closet for the baseball bat and start kicking myself for thinking we wouldn't need a gun when my boyfriend had brought it up in the past. We open the bedroom door to find my boyfriend's entitled dad at the end of the hall. He starts yelling about needing the code for the two-factor authentication for the register. I start yelling at him and my boyfriend, who is just as angry as I am. Has me go back into the bedroom. I put my hearing aids in at this point. His dad claims to have been knocking on our front door, but neither dog heard him. My boyfriend gives him the code, tries to explain to him that coming into our house unannounced is a huge violation of trust and boundaries, not the first major issue. His dad then yells about needing to get the register working. My boyfriend kicks him out and we think that's the end of it. Not two minutes later, I receive another text from my boyfriend's mum. Please tell my son to send the new code. We still can't get in. Then we hear the clanging of the metal gate and more pounding on the front door. We go answer it and my boyfriend's dad is yelling again about needing the new code and he has a copy of our key in hand. He clearly was going to let himself back in. I lost it at this point and yelled, You can't just let yourself into our house. What the frick is wrong with you? He gave me more BS about needing to get the register working. I screamed. My ability to be safe in my own home is more important than your shop. He took particular offense at this, yelling back at me, So you see me as a threat? Am I a threat to you? I try explaining that I've had my home broken into before. His response, Not by me over and over then continues yelling about the shop i demand the emergency key back and after yelling a bit more he shoves it at me my boyfriend's had enough and yells at me to go back to the bedroom he'll handle it i do because at this point i'm on the edge of a panic attack through the closed bedroom door i hear more yelling and after a bit the door slams my boyfriend called his mum, saying that his dad needed to apologize and that this behavior was not acceptable she asked him what does he need to apologize for my boyfriend tells her what happened and she is mortified i then get this text from her at 9:08 a.m i'm sorry to have bothered you so much today and i'm sorry my husband made such a scene i haven't responded this man clearly doesn't understand boundaries he doesn't think he needs to be held accountable for anything and felt entitled to just barge into our house and demand his son fix a tech issue and for the record yes I do in fact see him as a threat now. Both of my boyfriend's parents know about my severe PTSD. We know he won't apologize because he genuinely doesn't see a problem with his behavior. It's time for some serious boundaries 
and a security system. Honestly, what is wrong with people like this? Emergency keys are emergency keys for a reason. If they're going to abuse it, even if they're your boyfriend's dad or parent, I don't care. If they're going to abuse it, change the locks. Simple as that. Well, you got the key back, which is one step. But hey, who knows? They might have made another copy. They're so weird. Like, why is this such a pressing issue as well? Honestly, weird, weird parents. I mean, he literally did break and enter and that surely is illegal. So if you want to press charges, go ahead. Maybe it's a bit petty, but wow, it's an option. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Smug Karen takes my car keys because I can't possibly be the owner, earns herself a ride in the backseat of one of our county's finest. This is just a throwaway because I don't care to stick around for long. But this incident was so stupid that I can't really help but share the story since my friends keep telling me to. What I find most weird about this is that my car wasn't anything super special. It was just a yellow 09 V6 Chevy Camaro with black stripes. When I bought it, it was super cheap because the passenger side door had been smashed in somehow and there was already 130,000 miles on the odometer. But the title was still good somehow. No idea why, nor do I really care. It was sold to me via a proxy. All I know was the car looked like a good deal, so I bought it. A friend of mine who works in auto body fixed it for me. He said that most of the damage was to the door itself, and I just needed a new door after he made a few tweaks to make sure everything was straight. Together, we managed to find a door at a salvage yard that was the same color. A little work, and the car looked almost new, and it became my fun ride to commute to work or drive around when I didn't feel like using my other car. I didn't do any modifications to it. I'm not one of those guys that's into speed or crazy mods. I like the car because it looked cool and the gas mileage wasn't so bad with the V6. In fact, I wanted a V6 Camaro because I heard that they're usually in better condition than ones with a V8 because people drive the V6 more for looks than power and don't gas it as much. I drove that Camaro for a year before running into a random Karen at a supermarket last year in September. Those places tend to draw Karens in regularly, especially in the state I live in. I've seen many Karens, but I was lucky enough to hardly ever be noticed by them. I was shopping for some stuff to make dinner and was about to head home when I found the Karen with her young son all over my car after exiting the store. I'm guessing the boy was around four years old and his mother was taking pictures of the kid sitting on my hood while the kid kept smiling and gleefully saying, Bumblebee. Yes, I understand the reference and I've heard it all before, but I don't like people messing with my property. So I told the kid to get off. The Karen took one look at me and told me to mind my own business. Now, I'm a 29-year-old man, but I do have a bit of a baby face, and my casual clothing made me look like a teenager. So, I guess to her, I couldn't possibly be someone who'd have anything to do with such a nice car that's actually a pretty common car. I told the Karen to get off my Camaro, and she bluntly told me there was no way it was my car because I'm too young. I pulled out my keys and hit the alarm button on the remote. That made the alarm start blaring for a second and her kid jumped off while screaming and crying because I'd frightened him. But rather than pay attention to her crying child, the Karen came running at me full speed and managed to shove me hard enough that I fell over. The next part is a bit hazy. I got a bump on the head and that crazy idiot slurred every word she was screaming at me. 
She stepped on my arm and pulled the keys from my hand before I really had a chance to react Though she didn't really hurt me much She wasn't a big woman only around five foot two or so and a twig while i'm six foot and over 170 pounds When I got to my feet, she was comforting her crying kid and telling him that I was a mean person. I told her to return my keys, but she got hissy and said there was no way the Kamara was mine. I again stated it was, and I'd only give her one more chance to return my keys. She didn't. Instead, she handed them to her kid, who proceeded to start playing with the buttons on the remote and unlock the doors. I had enough and got my phone out to call the police. When the Karen saw I was on my phone, she started screaming and charging at me again. Though this time I easily dodged her and she nearly fell on the asphalt and screamed that I'd assaulted her. I never even touched her and I said as much out loud. The 911 operator was listening to everything that was going on and I quickly told her where we were while this insane woman was still screaming at me. And two police cars showed up before long. At this point, the Karen had locked herself in my car with her son and started the engine to run the AC. I explained everything to the police and they knocked on the window of my Camaro to get the Karen to open it and give them her side of the story. She claimed the car to be hers and that I was just some stupid broke teenager that tried to carjack her, then bragged that she'd taken me down. The officer asked if that meant she'd shoved me over, to which she bluntly said yes. I told the police to look in my glove compartment. In there, of course, was my insurance card and a copy of my registration, and they could compare the name on my license. When the Karen heard that, she got out of the car and finally admitted it wasn't hers. But she then said there was no way it could be mine, and that she just took the keys from me to find the real owner. That quickly earned her some shiny new bracelets, and she was put screaming into the back of a police car. The parking lot had cameras, so proving assault was easy. Though I only really got scratches, a bruise on my arm where she stepped on it, and a small bump on the head. After the Karen was taken back to the station, they found she was high on drugs, which explains why she was so nuts. I, of course, pressed charges. Though my testimony wasn't really needed, since the police had both CCTV from the parking lot and the audio from my phone call. And it turned out to be the Karen's third offense, and she got two years in prison. Oh, and her kid was taken from her. The whole incident made me rethink owning the Camaro because it had been a magnet for people that bothered me a lot. So I sold it. I basically got back everything I had into it anyway, so I broke even. I doubt I'll want to own another sports car again. You know, this is something that I'm surprised I don't see more of on this subreddit. Karens or entitled people that are just on drugs. Because that is the only way often that I can understand some of their behavior. Now, Opie has said in the comments in a little edit underneath this post that he found out she was high and found out that her kid was taken away from her due to the court. Just because he didn't have to testify doesn't mean he wasn't there in his own words. So yeah, I guess it all adds up. Um, Mental that you'd even think about being on drugs when your kid is nearby, but maybe she's addicted. I don't know. Ultimately, it's just really sad, isn't it? Because now the kid's not got a parent anymore, really, or one that's in jail. You've had to sell your car because of people like this. And, you know, no one's really that happy. And I want happiness, people. So it's a real shame. But anyway, good story. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Hope you did too. Drop a like on this episode if you enjoyed it. And I'll see you all tomorrow with a brand new one. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 